Today's reading is John 10. Truly, truly I tell you, whoever does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in some other way, is a thief and a robber. But the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen for his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will flee from him because they do not recognize his voice. Jesus spoke to them using this illustration, but they did not understand what he was telling them. So he said to them again, Truly, truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it in all its fullness. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd, and the sheep are not his own. When he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf pounces on them and scatters the flock. The man runs away because he is a hired servant and is unconcerned for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them in as well, and they will listen to my voice. Then there will be one flock and one shepherd. The reason the Father loves me is that I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. Again, there was division among the Jews because of Jesus' message. Many of them said, He is demon-possessed and insane. Why would you listen to him? But others replied, These are not the words of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? At that time, the Feast of Dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple courts in Solomon's colonnade. So the Jews gathered around him and demanded, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. I already told you, Jesus replied, but you did not believe. The works I do in my Father's name testify on my behalf. But because you are not my sheep, you refuse to believe. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. At this the Jews again picked up stones to stone him. But Jesus responded, I have shown you many good works from the Father. For which of these do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work, said the Jews, but for blasphemy. Because you who are a man declare yourself to be God. Jesus replied, Is it not written in your law, I have said you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, then what about the one whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world? How then can you accuse me of blasphemy for stating that I am the Son of God? If I am not doing the works of my Father, then do not believe me. But if I am doing them... Even though you do not believe me, believe the works themselves, so that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I am in the Father. At this, they tried again to seize him, but he escaped their grasp.
Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had first been baptizing, and he stayed there. Many came to him and said, Although John never performed a sign, everything he said about this man was true, and many in that place believed in Jesus. This is God's word. There have been so many religious leaders throughout human history, and they have spawned so many different religions. Some of them are connected to Jesus in some way, denying some biblical doctrines about him while claiming to follow Christ. How does someone know that they have found the truth? A big answer to that question is given here in John chapter 10. Jesus described to the religious leaders, verse 1 says, you Pharisees, he described to them many truths about himself and his followers. Using the metaphor of shepherds, sheep, and the pen those sheep are in, Jesus taught that the true sheep know the difference between him, the good shepherd, as he calls himself in verse 14, and false leaders, which are referenced in verse 1, verse 8, verse 10, and verses 12 through 13. Because they are true sheep, they know Jesus, the good shepherd, according to verse 3 and verse 14. Because they are true sheep, they enter through Jesus, the true gate, according to verse 9. All of this describes the spiritual life that God gives to those who genuinely come to Christ. Following Jesus is not a matter of rationally choosing him over other leaders and instead of other religions. It is the result of the new life that God gives us by faith. That new life, we call it regeneration, causes us to recognize Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life, the only way to the Father, to paraphrase John 14, 6. Do you ever wonder why some people follow Jesus intensely for a time, then are diverted by the voice of another shepherd? That's because they are not really sheep. Do you ever wonder why some sincere people don't receive Jesus as the one the Bible describes him to be? It's because they're not true sheep. Anyone you meet who tells you that they are spiritual, that they love God, and or that they like Jesus, but don't think he was really God, is telling you that they are not part of God's flock. We see that in verses 25 and 26. One of the benefits of being part of God's flock is eternal security which is taught here in verses 27 through 30. Verse 28b says, They shall never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. That's the NIV's reading. The reason is given in verse 29. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Again, those are the words of the NIV. There's no need to worry about losing your salvation. Your salvation is not up to you because salvation is a gift given by God, that makes you his sheep. It is not dependent on you to remain saved, because Jesus and the Father are holding on to you. So take joy in the gift of eternal life, and follow the voice of the shepherd, continuing to follow him. That's the doctrine we call persevering in the faith. But continuing to follow him is evidence of your genuine nature as one of his sheep. Like literal sheep, You may stray at times, but when the shepherd calls you in repentance, you will listen and follow him. That is how you know that you have eternal life. Let it give you confidence and joy as you serve him today. And if you thought this devotional was helpful, maybe you'd like to sign up to receive it in your email every day. You can do that for free by going to dailypbj.com slash subscribe. Also, If you'd consider supporting me financially, that would help me to keep making these videos as well as to make other content available online. If you'd think about that, please go to dailypbj.com slash support and look at the three tiers of support that I offer there. Finally, please share this with someone who might need it today, and I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Have a great day.